This is our final furlong on Get A Better Broadcast Podcast and Voice Over Voice. Hello, I'm Peter Stewart and yeah, we're going to be going up to episode 1000 now with what we're calling the Dictionary of Voice. See what I did there? The Diction of voice uh, it, it, it's a kind of a to z of different speaking terms in, in fact you could say this is uh, this could also be subtitled on good speaking terms uh, which is also uh, a, a rather nice line for this series of episodes so in other words a to z on all sorts of things to do with the voice both in studio uh, directions tech bits and also the way you talk and also a little bit about your biology uh, your frame how your larynx works and so on all broken down into a series of well as you've come to expect from get a better broadcast podcast and voice over voice a series of bite-sized episodes that you can uh, take forward and learn from now some of these ABCs you may be aware of already and others they may be terms that you've always had in the back of your mind what does that actually mean sometimes inevitably there are slightly different interpretations of terms so you may have heard something different well that's absolutely fine if the way you use a term fits in with how you work and the people you work with that's absolutely fine but the point is that everyone kind of knows what they're talking about for example what is a producer? What is an engineer? Uh, what is a cue? Uh, I, I, what is copy? I can think of three or four different explanations or definitions of each of those terms. But as long as you understand what the other person means when they use that term, that's absolutely fine. In the big wide world, though, you may find that other people have different uh, and, and, and uh, uh, different explanations and uh, and ideas about what those definitions are. Okay, well let's uh, let's start off with this. As is traditional uh, with the ABC, stock is starting off with A. Now A has got quite a few uh, different def- definitions and uh, and words which I've I've made a note of here, which I'm going to be taking you through today and tomorrow. But first of all, uh, and these episodes are usually going to be quite short not going to have such a long rambling explanation as i've just had here uh let's start off with abdomen yeah you, you, your your stomach area that, that that moves out as you uh breathe in uh, the diaphragm lowering to allow the lungs to expand it's something that we've uh, spoken quite a bit about certainly the diaphragm don't sh- think we've spoken too much about the abdomen but that's really the kind of the bit that you can see obviously you can't see the the diaphragm moving but the effects of it moving is seen when the diaphragm actually moves out when you breathe in here's another one for you ad lib a spontaneous addition or change to a script or a usually witty off-the-cuff comment during a live or recorded conversation. Yeah, so you may sometimes hear people saying, oh, I've practised my ad-libs or I've scripted my ad-libs. So as they sound ad-libbed off-the-cuff, off-the-top of the, your head, off-the-wall off, off sometimes, <laughs> if, they're, uh, if they're witty. Uh, and, and it could be a live or a recorded conversation, doesn't actually matter. Sometimes a, a studio producer may ask you to throw away a comment as though it is ad-libbed. So that is something specifically scripted, written in the script for you to say as though it's just occurring to you. Uh, That's another phrase that you could use with with ad-lib, just occurred to you, something like that. 
ADR, uh, initials there, Automated Dialogue Replacement. Yeah, this is the art of re-recording or dubbing a video script while matching the original actor's mouth movements. So it could be that maybe the actor has made a mistake when they've said something. Maybe uh, they've decided in the script to change something, because as we know, scenes are often cut. So perhaps they've had to recut some of the earlier scenes so they they can make sense of the storyline from from going forward it may be because of cultural reasons that a particular word or term can't be used in certain areas around the world certain territories states countries whatever they may be for example they may use a blasphemous term Uh, it may be that there's been a word which doesn't actually is an important word but it's, it's kind of lost lost in the in the gabble of the of the excitement of the of the of, of of the voiceover of the of the scripting when the actor actually said it it may be that it was covered up by a bit of wind noise or something else on the microphone it may be for all sorts of reasons yeah but this is the art of re-recording or dubbing a video script while matching the original actor's mouth movements it could be a change in language yeah, so you may be having to dub from French to English or vice versa. And obviously that's going to be inevitably quite difficult for you to do to, quote, match the original actor's mouth movements because inevitably one word in French is going to be shown with the lips differently than it is in English. And then you might have a, a an accent like, um, or, or a language like German where the words are usually much longer than they might be in an Anglo-Saxon language such as English. So then you've got a particular problem. And a lot of that is to do with the re-scripting. Maybe you have to add in extra words to get the flow of the sentence correct. Or maybe you've got to cut down words to fit in with the lip movements, depending on perhaps where you're going from German to English or English to German and so on. All of this, as you can determine now, is time-consuming, expensive, and experience is required because the original speech patterns, as I say, can be unpredictable in speed and delivery. Now, what about the word affricates? Affricates, okay? A-double-F-R-I-C-A-T-E-S. Affricates. Have you come across that? We did speak about these, I'm pretty sure, if memory serves, I would say in the first hundred or so episodes, or somewhere round about there. This is the speech sound that combines the rush of air of a plosive, well we know what plosives are, yeah, the B's and the P's, and as I say those those letters, I'm turning my, my mouth slightly away from the microphone so I don't get that little explosion on the filament of the microphone uh, and it doesn't pop, yeah, okay, so it's a speech sound that combines the rush of air of a plosive with that of a fricative, okay, so what's a fricative? That is when air is forced through a small gap in the lips or teeth. So, like F, or sausages, yeah? So, what kind of speech sound do you think combines a plosive with that rush of air with a fricative with the forced through a small gap 
in lips or teeth of air. Hmm. What do you think? There's a combination of sounds. It's a little task for you there. I'm going to give you a choice of different... Well, there you are. I've given you the answer, haven't I? Ch, ch, choice. So what's heard at the start of words? Choice, chant, choke, choo-choo, chocolate. Yeah? So, affricates. The speech sound that combines the rush of air of a plosive with that of a fricative. Chant, choke, choo-choo. And that's certainly something to chew over. Alt. Give me an alt, would you, Peter? Is is what I might hear in a studio. Can you give me an alt? Short for alternative. Give me an alt on that. Give me an alternative take. Another version. Uh, when the director asks you to read something again in a slightly different way. It could be for a variety of reasons. Wanting variations on takes. Something to play with, as they sometimes say as well. Wanting just one or a couple of words changed. Or they're asking you to say something with a slightly different inflection or intonation and so on. They may not know in the moment exactly what they want. And that's not being derogatory towards them. But sometimes perhaps they haven't chosen the music yet. Sometimes maybe the client isn't there. Maybe they want something, as I say, to play with. So if they've got a take of 26 seconds... It's sometimes quite good to have one of 24 as well, and maybe one of 28, and and, and various points in between. They want various things that they can play with. Because inevitably, then they can take one line from version A, maybe another line from version B, another line from version C, and so on, and mix it all together, particularly if there are other elements in between. Another voice, a sound effect, a little bit of music, and so on. They want to speed things. They They want various things, various alternatives, various other tools in their tool bag that they can use should the need arise. Yeah, it's a fail-safe. It's a get-out-of-jail-free card, and so on. Okay, so there we are with a few A's. We'll be back tomorrow with a few more A's as our diction area voice continues on Get A Better Broadcast podcast and Voice Over Voice. From London, I'm Peter Stewart. <laughs>